Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with light workers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for spiritual conversation with enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. Now, meditation's popular, and it keeps getting more and more popular, and millions of us try to practice it, but many aren't getting the relaxing, healing, spiritually uplifting experiences or all the positive effects that we feel like we should be getting or could be getting. Well, Dr. Susan Chumsky is my guest today, and her method of guided meditation is different. She's offering something that she says is effortless, a joyful way to get profoundly uplifting results without previous training, skill, talent, or even practice. So I want to hear more about this. Are you ready to meet her? Dr. Susan Chumsky's dedicated her life to helping people take command of their lives in highly effective, powerful, positive ways. A pioneer in the human potential field and a best-selling author, author, Dr. Chumsky spent 50 years teaching thousands of people meditation, prayer, affirmation, and intuition. She is the founder of Divine Revelation, a unique field-proven technology for contacting the divine presence, hearing and testing the inner voice, and receiving clear divine guidance. For 22 years, her mentor was Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, and Dr. Shumsky served on Maharishi's personal staff for six years. You can find out more about Dr. Shumsky and her work at drsusan.org, that's drsusan.org, and at divinetravels.com. Susan, welcome to Out of the Fog. Oh, I'm very excited to be here with you today, Karen. Thank you. I'm glad you're here. How did this all start? What drew you to meditation? How did you get into this? Well, I was a hippie. It was the 1960s. I was living in the San Francisco Bay Area. And those of us who were flower children, you know, it wasn't just all about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. In (laughs) fact, those of us who were flower children, we were seeking spiritual experiences, we wanted to experience nirvana. And our gurus at that time were people like Timothy Leary and Richard Alpert, who later became Ram Dass. And Leary and Alpert wrote a book called The Psychedelic Experience. And that was kind of our Bible that was based on the Tibetan Book of the Dead. And in that book, it talked about how LSD could help you to attain these elevated states of consciousness. So we were trying that. Um, It didn't work out too well for me. In fact, I had a psychotic breakdown as a result of taking LSD. I never came down from the drug. It was horrible. But I still wanted to have experiences of nirvana. I wanted to experience real meditation. And I was reading everything I could on the subject. I was reading autobiography of a yogi by Paramahansa Yogananda and I was reading the Buddhist scriptures and The Way of Zen by Alan Watts and other books by Alan Watts and in his books in Alan Watts books he said that you have to find a meditation guide well in 1966 in Berkeley California you didn't exactly 
go to the yellow pages and look up meditation guide or anything remotely similar to that. So I asked a friend, uh, how, how, should I, how, how will I find this meditation guide? And he said, well, have you ever tried to meditate yourself? I said, okay, I'll give it a shot. So completely clueless. I had no idea what I was doing. I lay down on my bed. I didn't even know you're supposed to sit up when you meditate. Lay on my bed and kind of asked for or prayed for a meditation. Immediately, I was propelled into this ecstatic state. I could feel this rush of energy rushing from the tips of my toes all the way to the top of my head. I felt like I was plugged into this cosmic electric socket, but in a most ecstatic way. And I figured, well, I guess this is meditation. Little did I know that not only had I had my first meditation experience, but also Kundalini awakening all at the same time without any drugs or any stimulants or anything. Wow. So there it was. That was my first meditation. Then a friend took me to the Transcendental Meditation Center, where I saw a picture of the guru on the wall, which was Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. And I could feel this energy radiating or beaming from his eyes in the photo. And I thought, well, this, this is it. This is where I'm going to learn real meditation. So I had to wait for nine months before a teacher actually came to the Berkeley TM Center, but finally he came. And that's how I learned, originally learned Transcendental Meditation. Why are you so passionate about teaching meditation to about teaching meditation to others? Well, because I believe that it's the panacea of all ills, Karen. Wow. Uh, that's what it's been for, for me anyway. I truly believe that meditation is the cure-all that, that we're all seeking and that it can bring us into this state of equilibrium and equanimity. There's no, nothing else that can bring us into that state. And when we're in that state of oneness, that state of wholeness, that state of, of solidity, of inner uh, strength, uh, then we can do anything. And also the benefits for health, well-being, uh, physical benefits, mental, emotional benefits. Meditation is, is like the magic pill or something. It really works. It's amazing. So why don't we take that pill? Why do we avoid? I know in, in my own practice, I say to people, sit quietly. And, and people are like, no, I can't. I'm too busy. It doesn't work for me. It works for everybody else. And I don't have time or I fall asleep or I get angry or I don't have the right clothes or I'd have to go to class. or So why don't we do the very thing that we know will open us up. Why don't we do it? Well, I think you've hit the nail on the head with your list of excuses <laughs> that people made. Uh, and that's the reason why they don't do it. Mainly, they don't know how. If they knew how, they would have such amazing experiences that they would want to do it. They would somehow manage to fit it into their schedule or manage to do it at least sometimes. 
Now, your new book is called Third Eye Meditations, Awaken Your Mind, Spirit, and Intuition. And in this book, which I love because it is, people who listen to the show know that I love the books that are super practical. Here's something to do, here's right, and here's here's how. So a super practical book. You've chosen in this book to share guided meditations. Can you tell us the difference between a guided meditation and the kind of meditation everyone's avoiding, which is trying to sit down and not have any thoughts? (laughs) <laughs> I love the way you express that. <laughs> yeah, people are trying to blank their minds. That does, that's not going to work. I mean, just don't even attempt that because it will not work. Right. Uh, trying to control the mind, trying to concentrate, trying to put effort into meditation is so anti-meditation. It's absolutely anti-meditation. Mm-hmm. Meditation is about comfort. It's about ease effortlessness. It's about the experience of bliss and ecstasy. So if you're trying and concentrating and trying to putting this kind of anxiety into the whole process, then you're never going to work. So the most important thing, like I said, about meditation is is ease and effortlessness and and it's so easy to do. It's so easy to do. And you wanted to know the difference between guided meditation and other forms. Well, guided meditation is simply somebody is guiding you into the process moment by moment, step by step through their words. And you're listening to those words or you're reading the words on a page as in my book, Third Eye Meditations, which by the way is also available on audio. So you can just listen to the meditations on the audio book, or you can create your own audio by reading these onto a device yourself. And then you'll have it both in audio and visually, you know, in, in a book that you can hold in your hand. So uh, the, the book is filled with these guided meditations. And the advantage of guided meditations is, Anybody can do it. You don't have to have any skill or, or uh, be taught anything. All you have to do is just read the words. And the words, every word it instructs you step by step what to do. It will guide you. That's why it's called guided meditation. There is something very powerful. Um, I use a lot of guided meditation, the teaching that I do, and there's something very powerful about you inviting the readers to record the meditation in their own voice because something happens. There's an energetic shift when we voice, because just reading the meditation aloud, recording it, I'm voicing my intention to take part. That's very, it's powerful. That really struck me. Yeah, I think it's it's wonderful to listen to your own voice guiding you into the meditation step by step. And if you can just take your time to make your voice quiet and and don't rush through speaking yet, but just imagine yourself listening to it and in a calm, peaceful, quiet way, uh, make your voice, you know, a little bit quiet, a little bit peaceful and soothing, and that will help to guide you into the meditation. 
Now, the name of the book is Third Eye Meditations. What is the what is the third eye and not just how can we open it, but is it safe to open the third eye? Okay, so let's talk about what the third eye is. The third eye is uh, part of your energetic system, your subtle body. You have this gross physical body that we inhabit, which is made up of all these elements, earth, air, fire, water, ether, the five elements of nature. And you also have an invisible, subtle body, which cannot be really measured scientifically, although there have been scientific experiments on it, and they have tried to measure it in various ways. But no uh, medical doctor who is uh, part of the establishment would give credence to the subtle body even though it is the thing that is keeping you alive. Your subtle body is what's keeping you alive, not your gross physical body. Mm. And also your subtle body is regulating. It's in charge of your gross physical body. So in that subtle body, there are several layers or what we call kosha, which means um, sheaths, different sheaths. Mm-hmm. And one of those sheets is called a pranamaya kosha, which means your vital energy sheath or life force energy sheath. And in that sheath, there's an entire system in Chinese medicine. They call it the meridian. Um, and in, in India, in Ayurvedic medicine, they call it nadi. Nadi are the like meridians through which pranic energy flows. Uh, Prana meaning life force energy, which Mm -hmm. in China they call chi, and in Japan they call it ki. It's life force energy. The life force energy is flowing through these conduits of energy. And as they flow, there are hundreds of them, by the way, and as they flow through the body, they form plexuses or networks, um, hubs, shall we say. These hubs are called chakra. Chakra means wheel. And a wheel is something that has a hub, and it has radiations, which are spokes, and these radiations of pranic energy are in these centers of energy in your body. Chakra. So one of the chakra is called agya. And that's uh, the third eye chakra, which is in the center of your head in the area of the pineal gland. And it radiates from that pineal gland. It is also in the front, the brow, brow chakra, and in the rear as well. So it's in your head and focused in the center of your head in this pineal gland. Mm-hmm. So what is that? third eye, uh, what is that chakra called the third eye? Because it's the center of illumination. And um, we have these physical eyes through which we see the world. But the third eye, this eye of illumination, we can see things that are hidden from view. 
clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, um, supersensory perception. I call it supersensory perception because I don't like the term extrasensory because there's nothing that you can experience that is outside of the senses. Oh. So it's super senses that we're using. <clears throat> so that center of clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, which is the inner guru, by the way, there are, there are planets that are associated with each one of these seven major chakra. And the third eye chakra, the agya chakra, the planet that is associated with that and that is located there is Jupiter. And the Sanskrit word for Jupiter is guru. <sighs> so, in fact, the inner guru literally is in your third eye. Oh, wow. And I do recommend people not only read my book, Third Eye Meditations, but also the big book of chakras and chakra healing, which is another book that I have written, which goes into incredible detail about the chakras, that everything you would ever, ever want to know about chakras is the encyclopedia of the chakras. So, uh, so I love what you're saying. And it's, and it, as I'm looking at the title of your book, third eye meditations, this feels to me now, as I take this in the context of these beautiful guided meditations, this is not just guided meditations, but it is the meditation guide. It's opening up to the inner guru. When we open up the third eye, we're opening up to that inner guru and illuminating. If I'm following you, illuminating our path, illuminating knowledge. Um, and maybe that's part of where these good benefits of meditation come from. Is that fair to say? Absolutely. And um, one great thing about third eye meditations this book is that it does help you to develop your third eye simply by practicing the meditations because what you're doing is step by step you're having the experience of opening of this inner vision or clairvoyance which gets developed when you when you follow step by step you follow along in fact you are using visualizations to follow, you know, I mean, that's part, just part of the process. What do you tell people who say they can't visualize? Well, that's a really great question. Yes. So, uh, the reality is, um, I thought that I couldn't visualize. I was never really good at visualization. I thought, but indeed, uh, I probably wasn't good at making up stuff <laughs> in your head, you know, yeah. like, like, okay, let's, let's, let's make up a, a picture of an elephant or a picture of this or a picture of that. But in, in fact, if I listen to a guided meditation, which is taking me on a little journey where the med maybe the meditation is telling you, oh, there's a staircase and you're walking up the staircase or whatever it is that's part of the guided meditation or visualization, uh, then you realize, oh, yeah, I can 
I can think of myself walking up the staircase. Sure, I can think of myself opening a door or whatever it is that it tells you to do in the meditation. If you're guided to do it, yeah, that's possible, definitely. Yeah. Um, imagination, at least as I see it, is a such an important exactly. connected, connecting point to intuition, right? Um, and even if you say you can't visualize, you have imagination. And and it's kind sure. of, to me, if without you, you have to have imagination to, to be able to do a, a guided meditation. What about the person who says they can't meditate because they fall asleep every time they try? Oh, yeah, I'm really glad you asked that, because that's a really common question. And in fact, sleep equals successful meditation, because it, what it means is that you got relaxed enough that you went to sleep. So that indicates that you're meditating properly, because you're getting deep. You're going into a deep state. So count sleep as success. Now, if you don't want to fall asleep every time you meditate, then here is my suggestion. Meditate first thing upon rising in the morning when your mind, when your mind and your body are fresh. Uh, also, another hint would be take a nap before you meditate. So let's say it's in the afternoon and you're tired, but you'd like to meditate. So first lie down and take a nap. And then when you wake up from your nap, do meditation. You won't fall asleep. (laughs) Um, Now, I know we just have a couple minutes left together. Can you let the listeners know how they can connect? You've written a blue million books. Your website is full of good things. Can you let the listeners know how they can have a deeper connection with you and your work? Absolutely. My website is drsusan.org, drsusan.org. And also I have another website, uh, which is divinetravels.com. That's plural on the travels, divinetravels.com. And that, those are the places to go to to find out about everything I do. Um, I do have 18 books in print. I have 34 foreign editions. Uh, I've won 31 book awards. So you'll find my books all over the internet. Any place you buy books, you can get them from a bookstore. You can get them online. Nice. Um, Amazon is great. Barnes and Noble is great. Target, all those places you can get my books. Oh, see, that's wonderful. So for someone who's listening to this and is thinking maybe they'd like to try just a little bit, maybe just once, what's the best way somebody could get started like in this in this moment, in the next few moments with meditation? Absolutely. So you just sit down in a chair, you get very comfortable. Comfort is extremely important. Not sitting rigid, not sitting you know, uptight or anything, just completely comfortable, lots of pillows around you and so on. And then just start by taking some deep breaths. Just take maybe three really deep breaths like this. Really deep breaths. And each time you take a deep breath, just imagine you're going deeper in the meditation. You're getting quieter and more still. And you can even 
call upon a divine being that you like, a deity or a divine being, and ask them to take you deeper into the meditative state. So everything that I teach is based upon one principle, and that is ask, and it shall be given unto you. Mm. So have the intention to go into deep meditation and ask to go into deep meditation. Ask a divine being to help you. And then you can also ask questions during the meditation as well and be being very specific about asking advice about problems in your life and that kind of thing. And always taking a deep breath after you ask the question. And then just being in a neutral state, a quiet state, a still state, and allowing the answer to come to you. Mm. These are some hints for meditation. And that's beautiful. And I and what I'm getting from this is that the way to begin is to begin to put aside all those reasons you think you can't or it didn't work before you fell asleep, you got angry, or you lost your bell, you can't find the bell anywhere. That The way to begin is just to begin. Susan, thank you so much for being on the show. What a great pleasure to get to meet and talk with you. Thank you. Well, I enjoyed it tremendously, Karen, and thanks for inviting me. Thank you. That is Dr. Susan Shumsky, and her new book is Third Eye Meditations, Awaken Your Mind, Spirit, and Intuition. We also, she mentioned another book of hers, which is The Big Book of Chakras and Chakra Healing. You can find out more about Susan, about her work at drsusan.org. That's drsusan.org and at Divine travels.com divine travels.com and you're always welcome over at karenhager.com that's a great place to find out about what's coming up next on this radio program and you can book a private intuitive session there if you are so inclined there's always classes and events there's always something going on over there at karenhager.com if you use the coupon code podcast when you book your intuitive session online at karenhager.com you'll get 20% off the session fee so that secret code is podcast that's a little experiment I'm running. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens with that. And if you believe, as I do, that when we focus our attention on change, on peace, that we really do make a change, peace really does develop, I invite you to uh, check out openpeacefulheart.com. You'll find lots of guided meditations to help you focus on peace in your heart and peace in the world. And you'll also can get information about our free monthly 15-minute guided meditation call. First Sunday of every month, people from all over the world gather to share that sacred space and focus our intention through guided meditation on peace in our hearts and peace in the world. Openpeacefulheart.com. And thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world, and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace. Peace.